Ryan and Frank Reich spoke to the media yesterday. They had some interesting things to say about who's responsible for what in terms of the Colts putting the ball on the ground, specifically Matt Ryan, and their protection issues. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk also about the Colts and maybe their ability to go on a little run. I think they've got a great chance to win this Sunday against the Titans. The Titans have injury problems that are long-lasting and short-term troubling. Colts, they got some injuries themselves, but I think the injury, uh, the injury issues for the Colts a little less problematic. And so this weekend, I think the Colts got a good chance. We're going to look ahead at their schedule and see how they might be able to go on a little bit of run also. Um, we're going to talk about Indiana football and, and why they're underdogs at Nebraska. How could that be, frankly? The Cubs are hotter than hell. Cubs are playing Dolphins, Bengals tonight. Football all over the place. Baseball all over the place. Aaron Judge hits his 61st. Ties Maris. Good, I think. Right? Finally. Or maybe he beat Maris last night. I don't care. I don't give a damn about the Yankees. I care about the Cubs and I care about the Sox and the White Sox just keep losing. This is Breakfast with Kent. For Thursday, September 29th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. You want to get into sports wagering? Here's how you do it. You make an initial deposit of up to $1,000, and BUSR is going to match it in free play. All right, that free play, if you win, it becomes dollars. It's that easy. Go to BUSR.com backslash Kent, and, and you activate all kinds of fun, including... You deposit 100 or more, you get 25 bucks in free casino chips. Cool, fun. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live, which is right at about 7 o'clock every morning and 4 o'clock every afternoon. We talk about the Colts. We talk about sports. We talk about Indiana University. We talk about it all here. Pacers, sure. And if you subscribe and you like these videos, you are qualified, entered to win what is in this golden prize egg. The golden prize egg the first week, an autographed jersey uh, from Miles Turner. Second week was an autographed baseball from Baseball Hall of Famer Goose Gossage. This week, we go back to the Pacers with a very, very cool piece of memorabilia. All right, let's talk about sports. Julian Blackman. It doesn't look good for Julian Blackman. Here's what Frank Reich had to say about Julian Blackman yesterday. We've gotten the result back from the tests, and I've talked to Julian. I know how he feels, so I just need a day or two to sort out where he's at. That sounds ominous, doesn't it? He had an ankle. He was moving around okay on it, on the sidelines. Uh, but that doesn't sound good for for the Colts and for Julian Blackman. The, the rest of the... Uh, of the injury report yesterday. Uh, obviously, Blackman did not practice. Gilmore did not practice with a hammy. I told you he wasn't going to. I'm not too worried about Sunday in terms of Gilmore. The hamstring tightened up on him on Sunday in the win against the Chiefs, and then he came back. So I think that that's kind of a, a thing where they're going to have to get in there. They're going to have to get out the tightness, and they're going to put him in a position where he can make an informed decision to play or to sit on Sunday uh, against Tennessee. Buckner, they, you know what? This is not unusual. He's sat out practices the last couple of weeks with a hip periodically. He's sat out practices 
Uh, Ryan Kelly with a knee, Yannick Ngakwe with a back, Jonathan Taylor with a toe. None went yesterday. Today is really kind of the important day. We see who's limited. We see who's full. Uh, limited yesterday, Bernard Ryman. Full go, Shaquille Leonard again. For the Titans, Traylon Burks did not practice with an illness. Hooker has a concussion. He didn't practice. Hooper with a neck. He didn't practice. Cunningham's got an elbow. So there you go. Uh, Frank Reich and Matt Ryan spoke to the media yesterday. Here's what Reich said, uh, uh, that the Colts need to be uh, on point with protection. The Titans, they got guys like Simmons and Autry. We know that. Simmons and Autry can be disruptive. Uh, Danico Autry is a guy that the Colts let go bye-bye. I didn't agree or didn't disagree with that decision. I thought, you know what, that's fine. Uh, Simmons is really pretty good. And, and they can, <clears throat> what they do schematically is disguise things exceptionally well. They'll look like they're going to blitz and then they don't blitz. They'll look like they're not going to blitz and then they blitz. You don't really know where the blitz is coming from, where it's not coming from. And, and so you've got to be on point with your protection and the confusion that has hampered the Colts' ability to protect Matt Ryan so far is really something you got to solve. You have to get that thing buttoned down or you could have problems on Sunday. And that is a matter of coaching and a matter of being coached. And if the coaching isn't up to snuff or if the level at which players are allowing coaches to inform what they do on the field isn't up to snuff, the Colts could have trouble this Sunday. Uh, communication metal lapses have caused previous problems, which have resulted in 12, tax and se 12 sacks and seven fumbles, seven fumbles by Matt Ryan in three games. That's way too many. Matt Ryan knows that. And, and Frank Reich trying to correct the communication and the mental lapses. Matt Ryan trying to do the same. Matt Ryan says uh, there are trickle-down effects of a lack of detail. One mistake affects another. I've got to do my part regardless. I can do a better job with that. Yes. So Matt Ryan, correct. You know what? I don't think he's deflecting blame as much as just being accurate. Like, it takes 11 guys. Every play is 11 guys. It's different from basketball. In basketball, if you've got LeBron James or you've got a great player, you've got a chance, right? Kyrie Irving can get to the hoop against about everybody. He's the best ball handler maybe ever. He's fantastic at, at putting people on their heels and putting people on skates, right? You can do that with one guy. You can score a bucket with one guy. In football, you need 11, all to do their jobs for a play to operate successfully. You can't have one guy. You can't have somebody as great as Jonathan Taylor run for 60 yards and a touchdown if the other 10 guys don't do their jobs. You need receivers blocking. You need the line blocking. You need the quarterback to determine kind of where the play is going to be run and then to hand it to Jonathan Taylor without stumbling, without, you know, goofing that exchange up. You need a lot of things to go right by all 11 guys for a play to succeed. Uh, a simple like uh, hitting, a, hitting a tight end on a seam right route. You need everybody to do their jobs. Matt Ryan said that, and he also said that he's got to take better, better care of the football, and he does. 
He's got to take better care of the football. Put two hands on it when you can. I, that, that goes back to when you're a fifth grader and they're teaching you how to play quarterback. Two hands on the football. Can't carry it like a loaf of bread. Don't do that. It's not easy. But he also said, Matt Ryan did, Jim Irsay made it clear to all of us what he expects from all of us. And you better deliver on that because you saw what happens when it doesn't happen, right? You saw the end of season meeting last year after the, the Colts crapped the bed against the Raiders and the Jaguars, fell out of the playoffs. Jim, Jim Irsay wasn't happy. Here's something that happens to people when they hit 60 or get into their 60s. They start to hear that clock ticking. Jim Irsay isn't a 45-year-old man anymore running this franchise. Jim Irsay is in his 60s. He wants to win Super Bowls. And if you can't bring him one, you have got to go. If you are the cause, catch a train. That's what happened with Carson Wentz. Uh, Quentin Nelson, he spoke yesterday too, and he said, we need to step it up. We know that. We're all about solutions and fixing issues, and we know what the issues are. I like Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson isn't expansive when he talks to the, the media. You know, you listen to him, you get a sentence if you're lucky. That answer was cobbled together from a couple of answers, but it speaks to, number one, Quentin Nelson is, is action, right? He's not talk. We know what the issues are. We're going to fix them. I take him at his word. I would expect this week to be much better for the Colts in terms of sacks against and in terms of putting the ball on the field. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to give up a sack, and I don't think they're going to put the ball on the field. And I think as a result, they're going to win this game against the one and two Titans. You look at the rest of the schedule, especially the immediate schedule for the Colts, and you say, you know what? This team could go on a run. I know that sounds crazy. They're 1-1-1, one, one, and one, and they could really easily be 0-3. They could have lost to the Chiefs, and they could have lost to the Texans very, very easily. Down 20-3 to against the Texans. Should have lost, really. Against the Chiefs, somehow, someway in the fourth quarter, Matt Ryan brings them back from the dead. Those 11 guys on the offense, they found a way to move the football down the field and get the ball to Jelani Woods in the end zone to win that game. You know what? That was, that was good work. They're going to need more good work. They've got Denver at Denver on Thursday night football next week, a week from tonight. They got Thursday night football. I hate Thursday night football unless, well, no, I especially don't like it if the Colts are playing. I like Sundays at 1, but that's okay. We'll enjoy the Thursday night football and then take care of Sunday and what we're going to do on Sunday instead of watching Colts. We don't need to get the, the cart ahead of the horse, right? Or the horse ahead of the cart. Somehow or another, the cart and the horse have got to be in the right order. Or you, you got problems, and next Sunday, we're going to try to get that done. Jacksonville, uh, the Colts, had, they've won the last four against Jacksonville at home. All right, so I know. Jacksonville, tough for the Colts to beat at Jacksonville, not in Indy. Don't worry about the game in Indy. Then you're at Tennessee. Tennessee, at that point, could be in full-blown wobble. Full-blown wobble mode. Then you've got the Commanders here. 
can't wait for Carson Wentz to come back and throw it to us left-handed. Let's get that going. Then you are at the Patriots, who are also kind of wobbly. They're one and two. Don't know what they're going to do a quarterback, at least not this week. And then you're at Vegas, who's 0-3. You could cobble together some wins. You could be looking at the second half of the season in firm control of the AFC South. You could be 5-2-1 and after the first eight games. You could also, let's face it, you could be 2-5-1. and You know, I, there's that. But, and this isn't Optimism Wednesday, so we're not going to get too far out over our skis to talk about what could be in, in optimistic terms. But the Colts, they're in a position, and you hope that the injury situations to a lot of these important players kind of mellows out a little bit and allows them to go Sunday after Sunday after Sunday 17 times. Stephon Gilmore is key. you got to have Stephon Gilmore playing. At any rate, we'll see what happens. Colts, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I like that. And they are minus 177, which I don't like too much. i got to tell you, the minus 177 doesn't interest me, but the minus three-and-a-half does. Um, Dolphins at Bengals tonight. Bengals, a four-point favorite. Miami, plus 166, as a team that has not lost this season. That's hard to stay away from. Uh, Here's what happens with the Chargers. A lot of people thought the Chargers were the kind of the cream of the AFC. But all of a sudden, Rashawn Slater is on IR. He is out for the season uh, with a torn biceps tendon. And Joey Bosa goes on IR for the Chargers. Uh, He's got a groin tear. That's problematic. And that takes the Chargers from here in the AFC to here in the AFC. And that happens really quickly. It can be good for a team like the Colts. Doesn't have that kind of injury issue right now. Really, really bad for the Chargers. Uh, Cubs. Winners last night, four to three or four to two. Christopher Morrell, a three-run bomb, beautiful, high arcing home run to left field last night. Uh, and the White Sox—they have now lost eight straight. They lost eight to four. A Wisniewski for the Wisniewski for the Cubs looks like the real deal. He looks uh, terrific, three and one with a two thirty-three ERA. All right, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Yes, I think we shall. Uh, on this Thursday. Howard Gerald, happy birthday. Joshua Mason, Piper Evans, Chad Garrard, uh, Jordan Burroughs, Tom Dore, celebrating a birthday. Uh, the great Kevin Kellum, celebrating a birthday. The great Ann Duran, happy birthday. The great Carl Heck. Cindy Morgan from Caddyshack. How am I uh, Facebook friends with, with Cindy Morgan from Caddyshack? That's fantastic. Proud of myself. Teresa Flick Pettigrew celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Just be good to each other. Lift each other a little bit. People down in southwest Florida having a tough time. The storm surge, not good. Saltwater ruined stuff. So say a prayer for those people. Think good thoughts. And subscribe, like, and you could win tomorrow what is in the prize egg, a piece of authentic, hand-gotten, personally acquired Pacers autographed memorabilia. How about that? Jersey.